Gone Girls Podcast. We interview the people we like and try to get to the bottom of life. The Gone Girls Podcast. The Gone Girls Podcast Show. Hello, everyone. My name is Dennis Callow. I'm a photographer and a filmmaker out of Brooklyn, New York, and I'm here to tell you about my podcast, The Carrie Allen Picture Show. If you love films and you love filmmaking, then this is the show for you because I talk to actors, actresses, writers, directors, comedians, anyone who's brave enough to go out and make a film, I talk to them. We talk about their experience making films, how movies shaped their lives, and made them want to go out and make their own. Tune into The Carrie Allen Picture Show wherever you get your podcasts on Paper House Network. Seriously, it's everywhere. It's anywhere you go. Just there's a subscribe button. Go do the subscribe. Go hit the subscribe. Go, go ahead. I'll wait. Oh, wait, I shouldn't make you wait because you're, you're here to listen to the show, right? Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Gone Girls podcast pandemic version. I'm Ankara Savone. I'm Shauna Lane. And we're the Gone Girls. Girls. Hey, Shauna. How are you? Oh my god. I'm gonna set the timer for 30 minutes. Yes, thank you. Good. Um, this is like we're having a um a session, like a therapy session. This is therapy the session timer. for sure. Yes. Um, Girl, I'm okay. Today I feel sad, but I'm okay and I'm so happy to be talking to you and doing this. Me too. So. I I've been like yearning to do this and talk to you and just kind of get some kind of normalcy in what's going on right now because, you know, both of us are in the hotbeds of what's going on with uh, COVID-19 and the coronavirus. Yeah, so our podcast, yeah, it is. Our podcast today is going to be a little different from how we normally do it. We're going to try and stick to um, our format best we can, but also adapt to the times um, that are happening right now and kind of adjust with that. So first, I'm going to lead the interview. I'm going to interview Shauna and ask her a bunch of questions uh, regarding what's going on and um, all of our questions that we normally ask. And then Shauna's going to have a part where she's going to do the same thing to me. So let me begin. Shauna, welcome. Okay. <laughs> Shauna, welcome. Thank you so much for being a part of my Gone Girl podcast. Um, so tell everybody, where exactly are you located? Well, I'm in Westchester, New York. I was going to say Connecticut. There isn't a Westchester, Connecticut. I'm in Westchester, New York. I'm about 25 miles north of the city. I moved here uh, for almost four years ago. Yeah. I did. I mean, like I did a total Irish goodbye in the middle of the night. Um, I know. In the, the end of December, 2015. Wait, so that, yeah. So that's like almost four years. Oh no, oh. I guess it's almost five years. Holy I shit. can't believe it's been that long. Oh my God. And I've been here and, but I still work in the city. Of course, you know, I do shows and auditions and whatever I'm doing. We do the podcast there so I travel back and forth all the time, but since this has gone on, I haven't been in the city for weeks now. Anyway, I'm here in Westchester, and I'm not too far from... Yeah, and uh, Westchester is like, um, for people that don't know that, it's more like a suburb right outside of New York, so it's not really like a big city or like a city borough. It's it's more like um, like just a neighborhood where people live and houses and streets, not really like apartment complexes and, and that kind of stuff, so... 
um, you're living like in what is like a neighborhood, Girl, I right? I live in the suburbs. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, not too far from Rochester, but where, you know, the original um, outbreak was. Uh, yeah, the original outbreak was, but far enough. Yeah, I know how far. I mean, that's pretty much like, what, 20 minutes from you? Yeah, it's about 20 minutes from me. Okay. Uh, yeah, and I do not, um, I, I used to actually, my part-time gig was near there uh, last year, but this year it's in the opposite direction. So I'm 20 minutes from Rochester, and then where I work now in the afternoon is 20 minutes uh, from me here in the opposite direction. Anyway, my point is, okay. even that's so crazy. I'm trying to assure all our listeners <laughs> that we can't touch, that I am very far away from. <laughs> <laughs> um, so well, tell me, what is going on in your neck of the woods? Like, what are you noticing that's different or... Or what's changed in your, you know, your area where you're living? Okay, so I live in a teeny tiny, it's called a hamlet, and there's different little hamlets that are all connected. There's these, like, little teeny, teeny, tiny towns. And uh, usually, you know, there's kids and stuff uh, in, like, on the weekends, we see kids and families, and there's a little family that lives next door. It's neighborhoody. It's great. We love it. Uh, and I am here a lot in the morning and the early afternoon. I work from home and uh, I exercise a lot outside. And usually there's nobody. It's usually just me and this one woman who walks this giant poodle. Aww. And we always say hi. He's so cute. <laughs> and we always say hi. It's just me and her. We always see each other. And now it is, I am not kidding you, I never knew there were that many people that lived here. There's just people all over the streets. They're That's all, so interesting. All over the streets. And wow. I'm like, and it's so discombobulating because I'm used to being alone, you know? And yeah. I that alone time. Oh, I wouldn't so even think there would be like that out there. That's here. wild. Every time I've come to visit you, it's always really, really quiet. I don't ever see anybody on the yes. streets. Yes. There's people everywhere and none of them say hi to me. And They're I probably New the Yorkers. Deal. They probably go to New York all day and work. <laughs> I'm like, hello? <laughs> You're like, in the suburbs, we say hello. <laughs> so that's been odd. And yeah. um, so that, yeah, so that's unusual. I mean, all the, I, I mean, what's also happening is the grocery stores and stuff are doing the social distancing. You have to stand outside and wait. Only a certain amount of people can go in. Oh, okay. All the restaurants are closed. All the businesses are closed. And I'm I mean, sure, I mean... I'm sure this is affecting you because you are in recovery from uh, breast cancer. So you, um, I mean, are you going in the morning hours, like the designated hours to go grocery shopping? Well, to be honest, I bought a bunch of food. My brother had, um, is a scientist and he let us all know like a long time ago that he really thought the virus was going to come here to America, he was like, it's not a question of if, it's a question of when, and you need to get ready. Mm -hmm. And he's not a dramatic guy at all. So I just took him seriously. and oh. Or my gut was just like, eh, it doesn't hurt to get ready. He also did say, he was like, listen, if I'm wrong, you have 30 days of food and a bunch of, you know, yeah. cleaning wipes or whatever. Well, you that's know, great. <laughs> yeah. 
So I went and I got a ton of food. I had Don go and get a bunch of stuff from Sam's. Yeah. And we already were stocked up with toilet paper and paper towels anyway. Yeah. We have enough room living out here that we can keep stuff and his office is nearby and he keeps stuff there. So I didn't really, I haven't really been going to the store because I bought so much food. Okay, good. I've just been cooking everything. I did go yesterday Mm -hmm. and I called first to see what it would be like and she said that it was quiet. So I went. Oh, okay, good. Smart. It's a good little tip. Yeah, and um, it was okay. You know, they um, everybody in the store was pretty polite, and there's people wiping down the cards, and I mean, it felt very sad, which was weird because I love going to the grocery store. It makes me so happy. <laughs> it's literally my worst nightmare. I, I, it is so funny that we, I mean, I guess friends don't have <laughs> to like food, the same thing, but like, I, it is like, I, I hate it so much. I don't know why I hate going to the grocery store. I just... Ugh, it's I like just... my happy place. I oh, my gosh. I love grocery shopping. I love standing there and looking at stuff. Don's always, Don can't go to the grocery store with me. He's like, you are. You take so much time in the grocery <laughs> store. I mean, like, I get in the fucking zone. I'm like, that okay. so funny. I move, like, slow motion through. I feel my way. I'm like, what's good in here? Like, what's the freshest? He's like, how long can it possibly take you to pick out a, a fucking chicken? Like, <laughs> I'm like, I feel I want to need the perfect one. That is yeah, so, so funny. It, so anyway, it's just weird right now. Like people yeah. are wearing masks. I asked a girl for help and she scooted away from me. And I was like, you're not six feet apart. You literally just jetted from me like 20 <laughs> feet apart. And I just want to know where the tortilla fucking tortillas are. Like, Wow. <laughs> Oh my god, I totally hurt my feelings. I was like, this is hurting my feelings and it's supposed to make me feel better. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I've been seeing all your pictures on social media of the food that you're cooking. It looks delicious. You should share some of your uh, recipes if they're not secrets. They look so good. Oh, I'm tr- I actually am trying to share the recipes because I, I was posting just pictures, you mm-hmm. know, over the years. And uh, one of my friends that I grew up with was like, how about some recipes with these pictures? Anyway, so I'm po- <laughs> and now I'm posting. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. I mean, a lot of stuff I just make up, but yeah. Um, I also do use recipes. Those brownies I made last week, I used a recipe, and they are so good. Good. Yeah. Um, I'm trying okay. to not gain a billion pounds. I'm not. Smart. I'm outside all the time exercising. That's so anyway. Awesome. Okay. So yeah. um, and then so like, what has really like changed during this time for work or family for you? What's been the most dramatic change? I guess I would say. Um. Well, I mean, like I said, I spent a lot of time here in the morning and early afternoon by myself anyway, you know, even if I went on an audition into the city, I would go and I would come back and eat lunch and then I'd go to my part-time job and then maybe drive back into the city for a show and come back out. I think nothing has changed dramatically except I'm obviously not doing shows and then my part-time gig, they, uh, is with kids and they don't want me to come and I also don't want to come. I mean, you know, whatever. So, Nothing has changed 
dramatically, but I am starting to feel like weird. I mean, at first right. it was just like vacation. Yeah. <laughs> Reorganization. And then I'm, like, oh, and then I'm like, oh my God, what is going on? Like, it's so strange. I mean, oh. we're, I'm communicating with my family with Zoom meetings. We're doing like big Zoom meetings with everybody. So that's nice. And my mom is calling and we're talking to her. And I guess if I really have to, I can drive there. So, yeah, but it is hard to not, you know, not be seeing family and totally, totally. It's hard. It's hard. And to, then yeah. slowly but surely my, you know, Don and I are spending more and more time together, which is um, <laughs> How's that? Trauma, the most traumatic <laughs> part of all of this. <laughs> I just actually read an article And this isn't me, you know, bringing hope to you or anything, but I just like, I've, I read an article about how, uh, the spike in divorce cases in China are now, now are coming out. Like everyone's filing for divorce, but China's like saying that no one's allowed to get a divorce for a month. They're like, why don't you cool off for a month and see if you still want to get a divorce? Oh, oh my God, that's so funny. They're like, you might change your mind after you don't have to be near each other so much. Exactly, yes. No, we're actually having a great time. You know, he loves when I, yeah, he loves when I cook and I've been cooking for him all the time and we're having, you know, we're watching shows and. Oh yeah, what, are there any good shows uh, that you're watching that you could recommend for our listeners? Girl, I am straight up obsessed with Tiger King. I know everybody is. <laughs> oh my God, I can't even, I, I cannot, I'm obsessed. We're watching that. I mean, we, we were watching also Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Did you oh yeah, that? I love that show. Yep. That's a how great. How did they make, we're only in the first season and we're like, how did they make four seasons of this show? I know like, it's a sh- lot of production. She's great. I mean, she's so oh talented. God, you know what her. I mean? Yeah, she's great. Um, we've been I, like during my sad times, we've been watching Curb Your Enthusiasm, and that's helping me get through it because I'm just laughing. <laughs> oh, <no>. So good. <laughs> oh, I've never watched that show. Oh my god, it's bringing me so much joy. Oh, totally writing yeah. it down. Write it down. Right Curb now. Your Enthusiasm. So funny. Okay. Okay. Next Got question. Um, so, what are the things that you find difficult now? in this adapted life compared to uh, before the things that you find difficult? Well, you know, I'm in, uh, I'm in recovery also, like I'm sober. That's been tricky. Uh, There is ways for me to take care of that. Thank God. But it has been, that's been challenging. Yeah. And I mean, I love being alone. You know, mm-hmm. we share that in common. Yep. We need a lot of alone time, and I need that. Like, it's a, it, it. It truly is good for me. It's to, nutrients. It feels like nutrients. Nutri- yes, yes, I need that. That's yeah. fine. However, I don't need this much. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, whoa! If this was like my dream come true, like I get to spend all my day and. Like, this is too much for me. Right. So that's been challenging because I'm, I think what's really happening also, and this is like some deep shit right here, but, you know, some stuff that I've pushed down and haven't dealt with fully is bubbling up to the surface because I have more time. I'm just 
sitting yeah, with myself. Yeah, and I think that's what everybody is starting to suffer from, whether uh, or not they're in recovery or not. And I think, I think a lot of young kids are feeling that too because you know when you're young, you want to go out, you want to party, you want to have friends. It's how you meet people, you're social. So like you know, I, I mean. I, I get it, but it's um, it sucks. It's sad. It's sad for all of us, really, you know, and it's hard. And I'm sure a lot of people have to face a lot of really hard stuff, too. So but that's good that you're taking care of yourself. It's really important. I'm taking care of myself and I'm actually, I mean, I mean, like I'm literally like I take showers, I put on clean clothes. I like I'm, I'm and sometimes I'm having to talk myself through like the day of like, like I'm like, get, not get up. I don't have any problem with that, but like get in the shower, mm-hmm. brush your teeth, like literally yeah. like, cause I don't feel, I don't, I'm one of those people normally I don't watch TV in the afternoon. Like I can't do things like that because it feels like, um, like what I do at the end of the night, you know what I mean? So if I do it during the day, it doesn't feel good. So I also can't sit around in my pajamas all day. Like that doesn't work for me. Good. So yeah, I mean, it's confusing though, because it seems like, well, if I'm not leaving the house, why the fuck would I put on pants, you know? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. So. Okay. All right. And then, so next question is, what's your biggest fear now compared to before the pandemic? to tell you when this whole thing started I wasn't super scared I got ready for it because my brother prepared me or tried to prepare us to prepare ourselves but I had cancer you know what I mean I had cancer I went through 14 months very painful treatment that made me sick and bald and so I was like "Eh, this disease I'm not super scared I don't want to get it right but slowly now that it people you know people are sick and yeah, dying people and people we know too people we know and it's so sad and i mean it's like it's first of all i'm scared for everyone i know i love and yeah. love yeah. you know i'm scared for that and my mother is 82 and she has asthma so that's terrifying yeah but also you know i went through treatment and so i, I mean like i'm being like super cautious good I mean, like I don't I don't want to get sick and I don't want to go to the hospital hell like, no I don't, this is the worst yeah time. yeah so, like be I mean, overly I, cautious yeah even though I would have been scared for my life before because I had cancer right um uh, that fear of my life is creeping in again just because we haven't even seen the peak of this yet and um yeah. Anyway, I guess I guess that's my fear. Just like what in the? Because we don't have any answers yet. Right and now it's scary. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Mm. Well, next question. I'm sure you're not <laughs> alone in that fear. Um, <laughs> have you conquered any fears related to the changes um, from the pandemic? Well, I managed to go to Whole Foods yesterday and get the celery that's that I good. need, so I can. Keep doing celery juice every day. Did you ever think <laughs> that you'd be scared to get celery? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. I mean, and I had to steal myself in the parking lot. I was like, you can do it. Just go in there. You can do it. Go to Whole Foods. You can do it. Wow. <laughs> Good for you. You conquered it. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I'm proud of you. <laughs> and I'm still, you know, I'm still exercising. That's... <laughs> 
I mean, I, I was anyway. Okay. Well, okay. Next yeah. question is, um, what, well, I'm going to make this a two, uh, okay. one part question. So what's the okay. best part of your day and what's the worst part of your day during this time? Oh, uh, well, the best part of my day is, well, I love waking up in the morning now. I didn't used to be one of those people, but we wake up early and, <laughs> so um, to me. I know it's so You're like late, nothing I, to do. Sure. I'll get out of bed. <laughs> well, but I love waking up with the birds and, you know, I take down the blinds and then I pray and I meditate in the bedroom and seeing the trees it's really it's so this is like so lame Camille, but I you literally that. sound like sleeping beauty when she lived with the three godmothers she's like waking up with the birds singing with them right meanwhile i'm like punching myself in the face <laughs> uh, it's, uh so that's um and then the cooking i'm really just loving being able to cook yeah. uh, i know i couldn't say anything more opposite than what you're interested in but um <laughs> I, I just, I love cooking and I haven't had the time to do it the way that, um, you wanted to, uh, I, I wanted to. So that's real. I'm really enjoying that. Yeah. And then that's did awesome. you say what's the best part or uh, what's the worst part? Yeah. Best and worst part. So the worst part now. I think the worst part is the struggle in the afternoon. Like right now I would be at work with the kids uh, and okay. this part of my day is a little, I get a little lost in it, you know, mm-hmm. cause even though it was only like a small job, it really gave my day like a solid chunk of structure. Right. And, um, yeah, that's confusing. I don't, uh, it's uncomfortable. And for some reason, even though I have this extra time, I'm not really writing as much as I was. Oh, okay. And that's confusing me too why I'm not doing that. Like I'm resisting yeah. something. I know I know creatively. What you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. Okay, so and then our last question is what are you struggling with that maybe I can offer possible advice for you? Oh, um, that's sweet. <sighs> Um, you're uh, like I don't want your freaking advice. <laughs> you imagine if I was like, no, thank you. Pass. Um, next question. Um. Uh, well, what, how would you advise me to start to write more? There you go. There's a question. I don't Ooh. know why I'm resisting it. Okay. Remember when I we used to do morning pages? Here. What? Remember when we used to do morning pages, uh, the artist yeah, way? Uh-huh. Uh, make yeah, it the yeah, first yeah. thing you do before you get out of bed. Put your notebook and pen right by your bed and make it the first thing you do. Hmm. That's a good idea. Yeah, before you okay. do anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then maybe it'll spark something. Nice. Okay. Yeah, and do you have any virtual shows coming up that you want to plug? I do not, actually. Okay. Um, no problem. I mean, we have a big we have a big announcement that we're gonna make at the end of this. Yes, we do. Right? Yes. <laughs> okay. So now I'm going to take over the interview. Yes. And ask you some questions, Ankara. Okay, Shauna. Uh, welcome to my version of the Con Girls, everyone. <laughs> okay, so Ankara. Yes, Shauna. Uh, where are you located? I am in Manhattan in New York City, right in Hell's Kitchen. Whoa. Ooh. 
right in the middle of it. Right in the middle of it. Um, that Navy ship that came in is about five blocks from where we are located. Oh, my God. That made me cry. That made me cry. I know. I just saw a plane uh, fly <sighs> by with a red cross saying thank you the, to the Navy ship that came in. And I was like, uh, 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 uh. I know. So sweet. So what's going on in your neck at the, the woods? What are you noticing? Okay, so when this all started, um, me and Emilio were actually supposed to go on vacation to Aruba. So, um, but a week before, I mean, I've been watching this on Twitter. I, I, I mean, I don't know if anybody knows this, but I don't know if I've mentioned it before, but I got a degree in health service administration. So I'm kind of like, I, you know, I'm, I'm very interested in health. Um, I never used it, but I've always just had an eye on it, kind of like obsessed with it. Maybe it's my hypochondria in me or whatever, but I know that the number one thing when it comes to medicine is prevention, 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 right? You want to eat yeah. healthy so you don't get sick. You want to take care of yourself so you don't get sick. So prevention, prevention, prevention is the number one thing. And then the last resort is going to the doctor. The last resort is getting a surgery. The last resort is, you know, mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. it's all about prevention. So I saw some news about on Twitter. I was like, this thing in China, they just shut down. And I'm like, why isn't anybody talking about this? And then I saw the numbers. Every day I would go on, I'm like, uh, this is rapidly increasing and flights are still coming in and out of the U.S. And I'm like, this is weird. Why is they, they shut down? Why aren't they shutting down more parts of China? People are still traveling in and out. I even had, I saw on my feed, like people that were traveling to China and that region where it was spreading and the numbers just going up fast, fast, fast. And, I, and you know, you hear more about it and I'm just like, this is going to happen. This is going to come to us. We're in New York City. There's no way, like, I know people that travel for work all the time, all the time on a weekly basis. So they might not be knowing that they're sick and they're coming back to work here and then they're spreading it, spreading it. And then you don't have symptoms for weeks. I'm like, there's just no way it's not going to come here. So I also prepared. I started buying stuff. Like in February, I started buying stuff. Little by little, I was like, okay, I'm getting nervous. And even at work, I started like using disinfectant and da 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 da, da and all that stuff. And my dad um, is going through cancer treatment right now, too. So I told my parents, I'm like, don't leave. Get Prepare for like you're like in a hurricane and you can't go outside for a week or two. Or if you can like get everything for a month, even do that because it's it's coming. And I know a lot of New Yorkers and, and people that live in Connecticut and people in New Jersey, Florida, New York, Newark, Florida, especially this time of year, everyone's traveling so much to get to the warm yeah. weather. I'm like, this thing is here. It's here. So... Um, what are you, so you, you got ready, your gut was in the right place, yeah. you got ready, and then what are you noticing as far as like, or you've been self-isolating for a while, right? Since March 8th, and I'll, I'll tell you, I mean, like, a, it's just crazy, because, you know, um, that week, I knew someone that went to San Francisco, and then came back, and at that time, San Francisco was a hub, I'm like, a bit. It's in San Francisco. If they're coming from San Francisco, they're spreading it here. Like, there's just no way it's not being spread. And why isn't anybody talking about this? Why isn't anybody? This is a major concern. Um, um, so, you know, I was just like, I just had a bad feeling. I just did not. I was like, this isn't good. Nobody's talking about it. Got to get prepared ahead of time. Um, and then Emilio started to agree with me with that. So, you know, 
we don't want to put his family at risk, so we're quarantining here in New York, just me and him, which is good because it's easier to uh-huh, also uh-huh. handle a smaller space and clean a smaller space uh-huh, and, uh-huh, um, uh-huh. you know, all that. So we'll, w- the first week I noticed people were still going out, going to bar because the bars weren't closed. I was like, oh, what is happening? All these people are still going out and partying. <laughs> I was like, this is crazy. But now it's really it. quiet. And it, you know what yeah. I have noticed is that even though I'm in the center and I'm watching TV and watching the news and uh, everybody's worried about New York and they should be, um, yeah. I think there's a lot of people in New York that work in New York but live in the suburbs. So they think that they're safe in the suburbs. I'm not trying to scare you, but like my, our streets are empty. Your streets are full. Our streets are empty. I oh, no. don't. They all- here work in the city they all came back out here that's why when I, I was like wait a second these are all people just going in and out of the city and me too only yeah. I drive in a car by myself most of the time right right I'm not taking public transportation and as soon as I got an inkling of all of this I stopped taking public transportation at all good yeah I was like no no okay so um What's changed for you during this time, like work, family, et cetera? Yeah, so um, I'm spending a lot more time with my husband. (laughs) (laughs) So, but we're actually being really, yay! Um, We're being really respectful of each other's space, and we're lucky that we have two bedrooms, so he can be in one, I can be in the other if we need to do a call, and he's working his ass off because he owns his own business, so he's trying to make sure all of his employees are being taken care of, so you know, he's constantly on the phone with insurance, with, uh, you know, with for unemployment, for like all the stuff that they have to do. Um, so he's busy doing that. And I, it, in the beginning, it re- I was like, I'm okay. And then I, I started getting really lonely because usually he's busy, busy, no big deal. I'll go out and be with my friends and, you know, socializing and go do improv. And, and I am a homebody. I like being alone, but I do like bursts of like, like one to two hours uh, a week of like socializing is good for me, you know? And I was like, I told him, I was like, you need to play with me. I can't be in this quarantine and like not have my friends and not be able to play. Like we need to set aside time to play with each other. So we started doing dances and we started laughing and having fun. So um, finding some kind of way to cope with being inside and being like alone. Right, right. So uh, this question isn't on our list, but what is up with your matching outfit? I don't understand <laughs> how you guys have so many matching outfits. Did it just like randomly happen? Or I was like, after like the fifth outfit, I was like, wait a second. Are they ordering these outfits? No. Okay, no. First of all, I'm just wearing my workout clothes. And then whatever I'm wearing, Emilio chooses a shirt of the same color. Or he wears like, a, like he wants to represent New York Comedy Club or Comedy Records. So he'll wear their <laughs> jerseys or like you know so he'll like try to match me and I'm like okay fine whatever (laughs) Uh, I mean there's no way if Don and I try to match outfits I mean like what I'm wearing today he doesn't have any clothes that are even like the same color as the clothes that I wear it's so funny that's funny very mild (laughs) like Emilio is a little flashier yeah I mean we're both very flashy so right right oh my god so cute okay so what are some of the things you find difficult now compared to before the pandemic? 
pandemic. It's so crazy to say. I know. Um, uh, the constant cleaning. So I have a little dog, Rocco. Um, and we have to take him out once a day, which is great. But I mean, I still see people walking on the streets in New York. They're coughing, they're spitting, they're whatever. So my dog's walking on it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, there's no way that there's not a particle on my dog's paw. And then he's going to come in and sit on the couch and then I'm going to get it, you know. So every time that we take him out, which is once a day because we have a wee wee pad, but clean get a full bath and after giving him a full bath then I have to clean the bathtub then I have to take a shower and then Amelia's takes a shower and then I wipe down the floors in the front of the house just in case Rocco doesn't sniff the front of the house where we have our outside shoots to put on and then that's like a whole process and then um cleaning like just I've been doing a lot of cleaning a lot of house stuff which I accept listen I accept it because I want to I don't want to get sick right now there's you know, this is the worst time to get sick. Um, there's not enough room in the hospitals, and there's a lot of people that are sick right now. So the most important thing is to, to you know, eat healthy. We're mm-hmm. eating healthy, which mm-hmm. is great, but mm-hmm. cooking mm-hmm. is so hard. I think it's, you know, I'm tall, and bending down to cook is just so much work. <laughs> Put Girl, things in the like oven. Girl, it's not like you're eight feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's what I feel <laughs> like. I'm like, oh. It I when this is over, I'm never I cooking hate again. Because I'm tall. It hurts my back. I'm like, if they, oh, it's just, I don't like cooking. I don't like doing it. It's physical, actually. It's very physical it for is. sure. Oh, I was chopping up some greens the other night, and I was like, "Are you angry? Like, wow, <laughs> are you okay?" Yeah. I mean, like, I was like chopping them up. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. You need to calm down right now. Oh, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to the to the cleaning thing for sure. Yeah. So, what's your biggest fear now compared to before the pandemic? Um, I mean, I have good days and bad days, you know, where like I dread, and I I think the hardest thing for me is um just uh not like not being able to. Um, see family members if anything happens to them, you know? That is, like, the most heartbreaking thing. Like, people are dying alone, and the way that they're dying is horrific. And I don't know if people know how awful it is. It's awful. So I just, um, I'm very worried for all my family members. I just, you know, I'm constantly talking to them and just telling them to be careful, and they're annoyed with me, but (laughs) I'd rather be annoying than, you know, whatever. Um, So... You know, I just, I hope I'm able to see them all again, you know, and hug them and kiss them and hold right. them. So, mm. yeah. Right. Have you conquered any fears related to the changes we've made because of the pandemic? Um, we have, I read that weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I guess I'm saying no to a lot of things that normally I'd be like, eh, no big deal because it's not a big deal, but... I think um, this, you know, like my survival just kicked in. I'm like, I don't care if you don't like me. No is the answer. Do you know what I mean? Like, Uh I think a couple weeks, not anymore, but like a couple weeks ago, some people were like, we should meet up. I'm like, no, sorry. And like that rejection of, okay. But this was a couple weeks ago when no one was taking it serious. And now Uh I think more people are taking it serious because it's affecting people. But um, I think that is one thing for sure. I mean, are people still getting together in large groups? That feels 
so like insane to me. I mean, listen, I, I'm being extra cautious because. I mean, remember when I had that breathing thing a couple years ago when I got back from Mexico? Yeah. I couldn't leave the house. So I'm like, what if so- they didn't find anything? It could have been some kind of virus. But what if there's something like, wrong with my lungs or something? I don't want to take that chance. You know, if I was in perfect health and didn't have any issues, you know. Um, but we're, you know, um, I've had some people that's like, oh, you know, I'm going for a walk. You want to meet? I'm like, meet up. I don't know. Nope. <laughs> Like, you can wave up to my window. But, I was just um, going to say that you can go downstairs and I'll wave. Yeah. <laughs> I'll throw you down a Twinkie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, good for you. Yeah. Oh, that's the timer. Hold on one second. Okay. Let me stop it. Okay. Um, have, uh, okay, you conquered the fear of saying no. Uh, what is the best part of what? Is, okay, so what's the best and worst part of your day during the pandemic? Okay. This day, pandemic. Okay. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> um, so I th- sounded natural before. <laughs> you are natural. <laughs> um, I would say the worst part of my day is nighttime. Um, I start to get scared at night, like like when I get in bed to go to sleep. I guess all the thoughts just kind of like go in my head, like the negative thoughts. So I, that's when I try to watch comedy. I try to watch – I've been watching yeah. Curb at night. But if I watch the news, I try to watch it during the day and I'm limiting who I'm listening to. Like I'll only watch New York One and listen to Andrew Cuomo because I feel like he's Uh the only one that's being honest. And I can take Uh like a lot of people can't take the honesty. And I understand that. But that's not the time. This isn't the time for like, let me stick my head in inside the ground and ignore and just like go along like la 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 because it's a survival mechanism. Right. You don't want to see the ugly. Um, but I need to see the truth because you got to see the truth to make informed decisions for your future. If you want one. Yeah. Yeah. I can't watch the news. I just find moving things to be so stimulating, but, uh, I am reading the news. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. I, I mean, this is not, I totally agree. This is not a time to be like, I don't watch the news. Yeah. I mean, okay, I don't have to watch it, but I also can't not know what the fuck is going on. Right, like, I know, because I'm, like, trying to stay sane and not be, like, because I do get sucked into the news. I'm, like, I'm going to have to stay informed and listen, da, 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 and I'm, like, Ugh. I know what to do. This is a repetition. A lot of people don't know, and checking in is okay, but, like, not being glued to the news, like, finding balance right. throughout my day, so... On that note, I would say the best part of my day is finding routine. The one thing that's gotten me through this is routine. So we'll get up, um, we'll do yoga, which sets the day right, you know, and also mentally it's helping me, you know, it helps me learn how to breathe and it expands my lungs, which makes my lungs healthier, which makes me think, okay, if I have healthy lungs, then if I get sick, I'll be stronger to beat it, um, I haven't drank since February 22nd, which was before the pandemic, which I decided anyway. So I'm even healthier than I was before, which is great because I feel really great. Um, Me and Amelia, we're we're cooking, so we're eating healthier, and we've lost weight, actually, and um, I feel healthier, and we're dancing, which is a great workout. So, you know, like, these are, you know, I'm finding fun in this time, I feel like. Uh, finding the fun in the day and finding the balance is great. And on sunny mm-hmm, days, mm-hmm. I just, you know, I 
I sit on the balcony. Thank God we have like a little balcony and I just get the sun. The rainy days are so hard. I mean, the rainy days, I just like weep, weep, weep. And then the sun comes out. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so happy. So I take advantage (laughs) of it, you know? Yeah. I've been even going out and exercising out in the rain because... Wow, good for you. I just, I can't just be in here. It, uh, It really... It does something to me. So at least it feels better. I mean, not like the pouring rain, but, right. you know, I, I've definitely been going out. some kind of fresh out. air. Yes, the fresh air, the stimulation out there is just um, feels healthy. Okay, so what are you struggling with that I can offer possible advice for you? Ooh, okay. Um, Did you think I wasn't going to ask you that? No, no, no. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've become more obsessed with my phone and social media during this time. Yeah. It's like sick. I think I'm addicted. So what do you suggest I do? Because I feel a need to like look at what's going on, you know? That is such a great question. I feel like for everybody because we're all sitting around at different times, right? And you want to feel connected and it sort of feels like you're connecting by doing those things. Right. Honestly and truly, I would suggest just like you have structure in your day uh, to, to dance and to do the yoga and whatever, I would suggest if you can, if not shutting off your phone for like a solid hour, right? Okay. So two things, either shutting your phone off, which is kind of scary because you want to, if someone needs to call you, you want, you want your yeah, phone to be Yeah, that's on. what scares me. Yeah. Also. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then I would, then I would suggest seeing if you can commit to, okay, but I just am not going to go on the apps. I'm going to go right for an hour instead or, mm-hmm. you know, challenge yourself to read I don't have or to something. do that. Read. Yes. Anything. Do anything for an hour, but that. Or give yourself only a time limit of how much you will go on them throughout the day. Like, I only have an hour, and I just did it for 45 minutes, and um, it's only 9 a.m., so I need to get myself in check. (laughs) Okay. All right. Cool. Okay. I love that. Thank you. I interrupted you, though. What what were you going to say? I don't think so. You did? Yeah, about, um, I said you want your phone to be on so that people can call. Oh, yeah. And then also, I mean, you know, like um, the unemployment office, we, you know, because there's like, I'm not getting any work right now. So like I have, I have to keep my phone on for them to call. So I'm like waiting for that call back. So. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I also want to try and relax. But yes. Okay. Do you have any um, virtual shows that you want to plug? Sure. I have been, um, uh, my improv team is doing um, Zoom improv. I don't know how it looks or, uh, um, you know, on your end, but you can, you know, if you want something to do every Monday at 830 on uh, Instagram at the pit NYC, we will be going um, Instagram live and we do a little improv show for everybody over Zoom. Nice. Yeah. Fun. Yes, for sure. Okay. Okay. Yes. So we have a big announcement today. We have a big announcement. Yes. Uh, So the Gone Girls are officially a part of a new network called the Paper House Network. Yay! Yay! We are so excited to be a part of this network. Um, 
and we will be working with a bunch of other awesome podcasters with different kinds of podcasts and different people and it's just going to be exciting we're working on this um which is great right now so we have something to do in between to keep our mind off of stuff and um, we're really excited to um share that with everybody yeah, I'm super psyched. Yes, me Yay. too. Yay, we're growing. We're Yay. growing. I told my mom we were doing a podcast. She's like, you're not going to meet up with Shauna, are you? <laughs> no, no, over the phone. Oh, my God. I know, right? <laughs> yes. I'm saving like a bajillion dollars in gas right now. I, I mean, know. I mean, I'm saving them oh. so much money on every – I'm also not making any money. Right, right. But I'm seeing all these stupid ads on Instagram. I'm like, I want that outfit. I'm like, I can't buy that outfit right now or whatever, oh you know. I'm just like, all I this, like, I'm like, I need paper towels. I just save my money for cleaning products. What a sad world. I got cereal delivered, and Don was like, Where did you get those four bags of cereal? And I was like, I have a subscription. And he was like, You can't have a subscription to fancy cereal right now. Why oh not? God. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, it's oh. funny. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, this was great. I love you, Shauna. I love you, Uncle. And we love you, Gone Girls. Thanks for listening and goners, Thanks, goners. And stay safe out there. Stay safe, everybody. We love you. Love you. Bye. Gone Girls Podcast. We interview the people we like and try to get to the bottom of life the gone girls podcast the gone girls podcast show